Oh, I had this on mute. Sorry about that. Good morning again. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. And I am your man, A.D. Walker, the Pucha de Grody motivator. Um, I appreciate you guys rocking with us. Uh, Terry, you know, he doesn't do his Mondays and Thursdays. So Pastor should be in, in a moment, as well as Dwayne. So I appreciate you guys rocking with us this morning. As always, as always, thank you guys. Make sure you share. Sharing is caring. Make sure you tag somebody. Share, tag, all that. And then some blessings, Lisa. Blessings, Lisa. Thank you for rocking with us. Um, thank you for sharing. I appreciate you here with us, being a part of this conversation. Um, as you can see, today we're talking about lessons learned um, in marriage. Let me shift that a little bit. Uh did I change it up there? Lesson learned marriage. <laughs> that don't even make sense. Um, so let's see. Boom. Boom. And bam. Marriage. All right. Um, so I appreciate you guys. Good morning, Atlas. Um, I appreciate you for rocking with us as well. Uh, no matter what platform you're on, make sure you share. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Um, I was out yesterday. I had to do some traveling. Um, but I am back and I'm still black. Uh, so I appreciate you. Make sure you share, 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 share. Um, let's see. What else do I need to put up here? Uh, and yeah, put that up there. Share is caring. Sharing is caring. Make sure you share. All right. So today, lessons learned in marriage. In marriage. I got to correct that some places um so like i said make sure you share tag somebody again all right so without further ado <laughs> we're about to kick this off um get going our, our man Ooh, that's a good one we could definitely do that we can we can do that okay <laughs> all right guys uh <laughs> we'll be right back. Hold on one second. I'm having some technical difficulties getting my brother getting passed on. Um, not sure why. Uh... I didn't want to catch Good that morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to another attack. Oh. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. All right, all right, and we're back, we're back, back. All right, let's see, what's this? Hey, Sweetie Bob, good morning. I'm having some issues getting past it on here. Uh, let's find out what's going on. So, what is today? Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. So, I'm going to drop some um, early uh, ads <laughs> while I figure out what's going on. Um, tonight, first, at 7 o'clock, is uh, Solomon's Temple Christian Ministries, uh, Church of God in Christ, uh, Bible study. So, make sure you check it out. Um, and... 
There's a quick promo for that. We'll be right back. second guys hold on one second but also tonight so <laughs> gotta, gotta fill some space in good morning cole great morning to you my brother uh when you i think i gotta definitely check check that uh what's up v good morning good morning good morning all right tonight at <laughs> 8 30 as the sisters of legacy um oh yeah <laughs> oh this is gonna be a good conversation if i get past the own here we having some issues and problems so i'm throwing my ads up real quick while I try to figure this out. So, um, Sister of Legacy, definitely wanna don't wanna miss that tonight at eight thirty. Um uh, we'll be right back. So I pray everybody's having a great weekend. Um, there go Dwayne, the Goodson. See, Dwayne Goodson's in the building. It, it was in the chat, bro. It just you uh, had yeah, to look a little further some, up. Yeah, he must be having some issues with his 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 chat. Um, let's see, because he, <clears throat> he he threw a subject up, and I was going to switch it up, but I want him to be on so he kind of break down exactly what he means. Uh, Let's see. All right. So today we're just going to talk about what lessons have you learned uh, being married? And we can probably transition to what he wants to talk about. Um, 
<laughs> right, run the mad scroll call, exactly. <laughs> hey, Mama Corey, great morning to you. Um, make sure you share, sharing is caring. Make sure you tag somebody else that can be a part of this conversation, um, that can interject, needs to hear, either way, whichever you like, whatever you like. Um, so, Dwayne, so what are some of the things that you've learned since being married? Uh-oh, you muted. I don't hear you. What about we, we good? Yeah, now you're good. Right microphone? Right. <laughs> yep, you on it. You're no, on it. That's a loaded question, brother, man. Ooh. <laughs> Everything. It's a, it's a constant learning experience, but I say one of the biggest things that I've learned, um, well, two of the biggest things I learned, maturity. Right. Maturity matters because we, we all evolve as people and, and we all change and it's a constant Marriage is like a fluid, it's a fluid growth process. Right. And number two, men and women really do think differently. Right. True. That's true. Yeah, that, I mean, and, and, and we can expound on those as we go, but yeah, there's so much more, so much more meat on that bone. Um, I think I've learned more as a married man about people and how we perceive things and how we um, communicate mm-hmm. any other phase in my life. Right. So you, so you said the communication was one of the biggest things. Yes, Lord, because I'll I, I put it like this. I went to a therapist and um, the question was, why can't she understand what I say when I'm saying the same thing to her? <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. And the first thing he did was laugh. And I'm thinking, oh, that's unprofessional of you. (laughs) (laughs) But then he was like, that's almost every man and woman's fight in a marriage. He he was like, it's natural. He was like, that's why we have to learn our spouses and learn how they communicate and what makes them tick. He was like, because sometimes it ain't what you say, it's how you say it. Sometimes it ain't how you say it, it's it's the words you use. (laughs) Right. Right. You're right. It's, it's sometimes that how you say it uh, definitely makes a difference. Um, and right, <laughs> the words you use, the words you use, um, that that one right there uh, for myself, I think it the, the communication for me, mine was the hearing. I was just hearing things wrong. You know, all right, pastors in the building. Great morning to you, sir. Good morning. Good morning. I don't know what was going on, man. I'm like, send it. She's like, you're not sending a link. I was like, I just sent it. Yeah. The, the, the men in black. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Let's see. Uh, Richard said, hey, uh, Anthony, good to see you back here. Yes, indeed. Hey, Goodson, Dwayne, my brother, man, like your wisdom. Let's get on the call. You learn, um, you lean more or learn more about yourself in a marriage than at any other time in your life. Right. Right, I, You're I right. That's, that's one of boy, that stretch. Lessons. Um, that, that stretch, boy. Definitely. Um, morning, Pastor, Cole. So, sir, I was digging into you know some of the lessons that we learned being married. What would be some of the lessons that you learned since you've been married? Um, even now, you know, first marriage, this marriage. Um, what are some of the culminations of lessons that you learned? 
Wow. I think the biggest lesson for me is I'm not as smart as I thought I was. Okay. okay. You know, uh, growing up big, going to the military, um, you know, you come out of the military, especially if you've seen any inkling of, of combat. Right. You, you come out of the military thinking that you are all that in a bag of chips. I'm prepared. You know, (laughs) you you have the final say in everything. And because of your experiences, you should lead every conversation. You should be first out last in and and all of that. That's, that's something that the, the military instills in you, you know, there's the mountain go climb it. And there's great, that it's a great attribute to have, the problem is the only level of humility that you learn in the military right. is when someone outranks you. They have to have more on their uh, collar uh, for you to yourself, <laughs> right? right. Uh, but outside of that, nah, I'm king, and that's it. It's my word <laughs> and nothing else. I mean, I, I really, I'm saying that's. I got it, man. So I found out that I'm really not all that. And, and I have to consider that there may be somebody that can add something. You know, you, you do learn in the military that a, a team, a squad, is, okay. is only as good, as strong as its weakest link. So you have Absolutely. to be careful of your, of your weak links, you know. So but I think it's different in, in a marriage, in a relationship, because right. in, a, in a marriage, you know, you're, you, if you look according to the Bible, right. you are coming in the door as a four-star general. Right, I got you. And you run everything. Right. And sometimes thinking that you're in charge, yes, you make indeed. the mistake of thinking that you're the smartest person. Oh, right. Pastor. Oh, Pastor. Can, can I jump in real quick, AD? I'll jump in, brother. <laughs> pastor, when you said you walk in the door of four-star general, you are absolutely correct. However, because most of us aren't ready for marriage when we get married, we walk in the door of PFC. <laughs> now... That's different. I, 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 it, and that's something that I really wanted to touch on because there is research out there that says, or, or my, my question is, do you feel like today's men are weaker than what men down. used to be? Yeah. Because you're right, Dwayne. I come in like I'm a four-star general. But right. in today's society, a lot of folks come in like a, a PFC, private first class, not even first class. You just a private, a private, and, and, and they don't even have a voice. You know. So, I mean, so you're saying like, um, they're not coming in to lead; they're just coming in not knowing the role. Well, the, the, the difference between a general and a private first class: a general's been in the military 20, 25 plus years with a buttload of experience and the private first class day one, just, just jumped off the bus and then basic traded. I don't know nothing. I mean, I know scared of everything. Right. I was about to say, cause you come in, coming in the house, like scared. Like I, I don't know. What I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> I don't, I ain't never seen a fight. I don't know. I've never seen a communication. You know, like, you mean I not no supposed idea. to pay for her. That's right. yeah. her. That's my yeah. responsibility. <laughs> okay. So how, how how do you get to the general space, right? Like how do you how do you get there? Like what are, what are, what would you say? Well, don't want to go there yet. Um, 
Why? Okay, no, no. Before you answer that one, because that's 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 past nine thirty. So, how do you get to that that space? How do you how? Let's see. When you get in, you're not sure of yourself, right? What are the, some of the steps that you say to get to that space? You know, because you can talk yourself into things, but how do you really get in that space where you're you are the general of your household? Um. Now I can obviously it's time, it's experience, it's right. it's an evolution, it's it's education, right. it's it's all of those things that help you grow. Yeah. You know, as a private sure. in 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 the military, you know, you come in barely able to crank out fifteen push-ups, right? But right. by the time basic training is over, you know, you're knocking out seventy-five, eighty push-ups inside of two minutes. Wow! That and and you can look back and remember how you were coming in. I couldn't knock out fifteen. Or nineteen or twenty, so, and now I can do this. So it's you realize that uh, it's possible to overcome. Oh, right? sir! I love when y'all use military analogy because it just <laughs> this is turn. Look, well, it, this, it, <laughs> and, and this, it's like being in a in a relationship and and actually living living through your first disagreement. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't destroy us. Right. So, so how long does it take for you to realize you don't have to holler at your woman to get your point across, right? Okay. So- um, I, you know, I, I, I'm I'm 24 years in with with my wife, 23 right. years in with the marriage, and I'm I'm in a space now to where I don't have to raise my voice right. because what I have lived has garnered a level of respect that uh, and and even and and my my service has give has gotten me to a place where I have more respect out of my service than I do from the volume okay and 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 that's and that in itself speaks to position right yeah because there's a difference between rank and position in the military all right right yeah like pastor can outrank me pastor can be a sergeant first class e8 and and I can be a, a Sergeant E5, which means he probably got about 10 years of experience on me and he definitely outranks me. He gets paid more than me and okay. in general has more authority than me. Okay. But due to my position, let's say I worked as an MP. Okay. Um, when I pull him over, his right. rank means nothing. little to nothing. I got you. So, so when, when you're in certain positions, uh. it can, it can outrank People yep. who uh, it, it has more authority, it carries more authority than, right. than people who outrank you. So, yeah. so for those of us that are that are not uh, military minded, and I'm probably the only brother on the panel that is not military <laughs> minded. Oh, you're okay. So these these uh, these stars, these these rankings are are based. Are they mostly based on time, or are they are they based on? What you do, like a, oh, it's a like combination, combination of all of them. It's a combination. It's yeah, a combination. What, what you get time. into and time. Yeah, it can be the job field, achievement, experience, education. Right. Okay. How fit okay. you are that plays a small part in into the equation. Like, so, so you, so the, and, the ranking right. in the military is is based on a point system. Okay. Right. You accumulate points. Right. Uh, on the non commission side, right. Uh, they have they have scoring so you can you could like for example as a as a coming in as a private 
you know, right. green behind this wet behind the ears is what they call it. Right. Um, from from private to level four, E4 to a specialist. That's okay. all based on time and experience. But okay. once you get past that E4, it's based on a point system. Okay. But then once you get past uh, E6, you go to it's, a board. it's all of the above. Yeah. Okay. That basically somebody, some senior guys are basically looking at your resume and yeah. looking at everything you bring to the table. And it's like, okay, this person, then that person. And if there are any more positions, maybe that person over there. Right. Right. Recommendations. Okay. When you get, when you get to that E7 level sergeant first class, that's, that's right. based on recommendation. That's a referral basis. Cause people cause believe you're, you're like, ready. Cause there's ranking in those positions. Yes. Like you could be, you could be at the rank, just not in a position. Is that possible? Yeah. Like you, you can have, yeah. A, and and I'm going somewhere with this, you. Like you guys. can, Okay, let, let's take same rank, right? Right. But different position. You can have an E8 Master Sergeant mm-hmm. and an E8 First Sergeant. Okay. Well, if you're a First Sergeant, you're in charge of a company, which is right. generally speaking man. about 60, 60, 60 to 70 soldiers, that okay. you're the man. Like, that, you're the top enlisted person. Well, a Master Sergeant, same same rank, they don't have the same, same, same pay grade. Same pay grade. Same pay. They get paid the same. But one is in charge of soldiers, and the other one may be in charge of a section. Stuff. Stuff. One yeah. is in charge of people, the other is in charge of stuff. Stuff. That's a good you. one. I like that, Pastor. I got people you. and stuff. I like that. All right. Uh, so, so many E4s. We're trying to get these, get those points to get to any five. Some units would have E4s who would be the rank, that rank four years, whereas the witness, they witnessed a book private E1 become an E5 in two years. Okay, he said rankings are based on time, job, education, uh, experience, and health. And I totally remember the point system. Okay, yeah, that so, cutoff score. But when that cutoff score dropped, a whole lot of folks got promoted. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh wow! I Thank you that. for I, your service, by the way, brother yeah, it Cole. Looks, it looks like yeah, you, appreciate yes. you, man. Thank you for your service. Oh, so okay, so going into marriage, right, and and walking into your household as a general, because that's that's the goal. You want to be. A general understanding all all of what it takes to to run your household to be married, you know, to take care of things where it runs functionally, everybody's at least happy or everybody's good, um, and and agreeable, <laughs> you know, we walk in an agreement. Um, so how would you say getting to that position um, takes place in in two spaces? For me, it looks like one the the basic would be uh, marriage counseling. You know, so we get the we get the understanding, so we get the training, and I and I know the position I need to be working on, um, as well as getting the teaching before I get married. I, I'll, I'll tell you something. I love the opportunity to provide counsel to to young people to couples before they get married. I love that opportunity. But you don't know what you have in you until you're all the way in. That's the reality. You know, counseling in marriage can only kind of set an expectation for what you might experience. But how you deal, how you walk through that experience can't be uh, that, that can't be taught because you are who you are. Right. right? And, and that is never who you will be. Let me say that one more time. You are who you are, 
but you are never who you will be that that's a work in progress right you know and so uh, you know the person that i was 24 years ago is not the person that i am today if i was the person i was 24 years ago i would be single and broke (laughs) right lord jesus that's just the reality i don't even want to think about it right so so i think it's important for people to understand you you have to under you have to know who you are right coming into a marriage if you're not sure of who you are there's no way that you're going to be able to manage uh, a relationship manage uh, affairs of another person that you're completely committed to supposed to be devoted to right right i think one of the one of the uh, one of the greatest challenges to a marriage is when two people come together who are not sure of who they are individually. Right. Come, right. come on, sir. Come on. That's, that's what I learned. And, and it takes something because now I've got to, I've got to really become comfortable with who I am so that I can be effective uh, in, in who I need to be for this other person. Right. Right. right? But if I'm confused about me, I, I, I won't be able to keep up. And, and a lot of us, that's what happens. You, you can't keep up with the emotional stuff uh in in a relationship when you're insecure about who you are so that's that's a huge lesson and it's a shame that you know we always learn that after the explosion right wow if i if I, I didn't realize i had that in me i didn't know what if i had only thought man if i knew then what i know now yeah, you know we, we right. do all these things if only i had went left when i went right if right. i you know right. uh that's just Hindsight that's just the reality yeah it's human nature so it's 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 critical that before you commit yourself to somebody make sure you have made some commitments to yourself about who you are what you're looking for and who you're trying to be that that's real that's real and and that doesn't mean you're going to be perfect but you got to have some knowledge of that man Uh, because what they see today isn't is going to evolve and the question is are you going downhill or going uphill Big facts. And bringing it back to that that whole military thing, look, this is how the military is set up. There's, there's this thing called military counseling, right? And in, in military counseling, the leader sits down with his soldier or his subordinate, and he lines out, this is how you get promoted. This is how you stay off the crap list. This is what you do if you want to go to these schools. This is what you want to. And he lines everything out. So everything becomes tangible. Everything's become measurable. Something you can concrete put your eyes on. This is how I get from this level to the next level. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I, I did this with every soldier I had. And I had some soldiers who would get that list and bam, they, they was ready for it. They, they encountered every step of the way. And, and they were successful. I had some soldiers who couldn't get over certain hurdles. They, they was like, okay, that's cool, Sergeant. I got it. I got it. Right. Until they got on the obstacle course. Right. And, and and they're at the top of the obstacle course and don't want to go over the horse. And they're looking down 35 feet over a huge log and like, I, I, I can't do it. I, I can't. And then you get that motivation. That motivation ain't the one you want, but you get it. You get somebody running up the side of a pole, cussing you out left and right and, and help force you down. So wow. like, like pastor was saying, there's some things that, 
you're made aware of the marriages because you hear other people talk about it. You hear what the standard is. You, you heard your preachers talk about it. You've seen your mom. You've seen your uncle. But some things just don't make sense until you're in the middle of it. Because yeah. I've repelled several times. But when I went to aerosol school and they told me, yeah, you're going to have to repel out of a helicopter. And here I am dangling from a rope um, from a, 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 um, a UH-60 Blackhawk over Fort Campbell. And that all of a sudden the brake hand, what, what you use to slow yourself down, you just kind of squeeze it and that's your yeah. brake. Yeah. You realize that it don't work the same way on the repel tower. On the repel right. tower, you grab that rope, you stop. Right. Yeah. Coming out the black hawk, you grab that rope, you slow yeah. down. You don't, you don't stop. stop. Well, well and, <laughs> but also remember that on the on the wall, your feet are mm-hmm. holding you up. Coming out of that right. chopper, you you can mess around and flip upside down if you're not careful because there's yeah. no wall there for you to plant your feet against. So it's a totally different thing. And you're right. Most I don't care how thick those gloves are. If you're scared, you get down to the bottom and your hands are burning. Wow. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, the very first time I ever repelled out of a helicopter, I, you know, all I wanted to do was stop. <laughs> and, but I, all I could do was slow down. Wow. But I was gripping that rope so tight that, man, my hands was burning like fire by the time I got to the bottom. And the reality is you forget that you have two hands. Want to do it? <laughs> you understand? Nice, nice, you forget nice. that you have two hands, and and that's I think that's a part of it. You don't realize that even in your relationship, you got more help than you think. Right? Absolutely. You don't. Sir. Right. You don't right. have to lean completely on one side. Right. You know, that you, if you you can come together collectively, so right. you don't burn up. Right. Well, that'll preach, man. It, it will, sir, because you you're right. You you got help, and you don't know it sometimes. It reminds when you said that it reminds me when I had to, when I went to airborne school, right? right? There's three weeks of airborne school. You spend more time on the ground learning how to fall and how right. to land than you ever do jumping out of a hell. I mean, an airplane. Wow. It's all about how it's, to fall. Everything is hit the ground this way. Feet hit here. This hit there. This hit there. This do that. This do that. Everything is. It got to the point where I'm like, can we just jump already? I'm just like, I'm tired of two weeks and everything is about, hey, this is how you fall this way. This is how you fall going to the front. This is how you fall. Do you hear what he's saying? He's (laughs) saying the most critical part of jumping is learning how to fall. Yeah. And and then the fear gets you past it. For me, first jump, I was good up until the point I got on the airplane. When I got on the airplane, fear fear creeped in. What am I doing? I'm really finna jump out of an airplane? Was I? See, it wasn't getting on the airplane. It was it was getting to the door. I mean, it it that, that it was it was it was coming out the door it, because everything in you tenses up. Mm-hmm. You know, you jump, you close your eyes, and real man, I gotta pay attention. You right. know. It's, it's all. I mean, everything. It, it you for for. I think for like three seconds, you forget everything that you was taught. And I did coming out the plane. I forgot everything. But like right. Pastor said, there's things in place. You have help. Yeah. Like I did everything wrong on my first jump. Right. Everything. Right. But it was a beautiful thing because it gave me something to reflect on. Right. But and then I went that. and made adjustments. Right. Yes. The next jump. Think about it. 
Think about why don't why don't we reach for the help? Why don't we utilize the help? Pride, fear. Yeah. Why why do you not why do you lie to your mother when you broke the glass? Right. You know it was you, right? Right. And no matter how many times she said, just tell the truth, you did not want to deal with it. You didn't want to deal with the consequences of it. Right? So you try to control it yourself. You try to get all the glass up and throw it away. Right. But you leave shards. You always leave evidence. Right. Right. You, you understand? Yeah. And and that's the thing. But if you had help, she could help you clean all that stuff up where you won't have remnants of it sitting around that could hurt you later. Right. Come back and cut you later. Right. That's right. human nature. It really right. is. And we have to learn right. to reach for help. We gotta I mean, learn. I guess, I guess it's that, that village mentality we have to have, you know, who who's around you that can keep you, you know, at least that, that you can lean on or talk to, you know, because sometimes it's, you just need to say things out loud. <laughs> you know, this I just need to say it out loud. And then I'm like, you know, that is kind of dumb. Why am I arguing? I, I think the loneliest, the loneliest experience in the history of mankind, you know what the lonely experience of in history of mankind is? What's that? Jesus on the cross. Yeah. Right before he gave up the ghost. That's the long because think about that. Outside of that moment, yeah, that's the right. only moment where he could not get help from anybody. Right. Right. That that's the only instance right. in the history of mankind where there was no help to right. be gained from anybody. So if you think about that, if you think about the fact that the and it was intentional. That's the only time in the history of man that you're not supposed to have. He was never supposed to have any help from right. anybody. He had to take that thing all right. by himself. True. You hear me? True. But he did that to prove to us, to, to make sure we all understood that from for the rest of the history of mankind, you got help because the Holy Ghost is supposed to be your help. If you don't have nothing else, you're supposed to have the Holy Ghost. And so that was necessary for us to come to the realization that we are not by ourselves. Take advantage of the help that you have. And most people are too high-minded to realize you got help. We're afraid to say, help me. We're afraid to admit that we need the help. We're Ouch. afraid to say, I don't have the answer. Ouch. You know, that's real. And, and we're only fooling ourselves. And and that's one of the greatest travesties in relationship is that you you know you try to act like you don't need somebody. Right. Okay, you know, one so of the this- worst songs ever made was I can do bad by myself. <laughs> right. Right. I understand the concept. I don't need right. nobody's help to starve to die. I get that. I, right. I don't bring drama to me. Right, right. I but but I don't want to play. I'm a grown man and I feel good, but I don't want to be out here by myself. Right. And who and my thing is who grows up wanting to be alone? Right. Now you don't want to be alone. You just don't want to do the work to have somebody. Mm, 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 mm. That's real. You you don't want to be alone. You're just afraid of being hurt. Right. Hey, Mama Moses. Good morning, morning, Mama Moses. You feel me? Yes. You you don't want to. You know, nobody wants to be by themselves. I, I, that's that's hard for me to process in my mind because God did not ordain us to be by ourselves. God right. made man and God made woman for man. He said it is not good for man to be alone. 
So anybody out here talking about, I just want to be by myself. What you're really saying is I don't want to do the work. Yeah. I don't like that. But team what, thing. what if they just, you know, they've had, they've gone wrong enough and they're just like, you know, I just need to Doesn't matter. myself out. What you're saying is I don't want to deal with the challenges that right. come with committing myself to someone. Either way you look at it is right. I don't want to do the work because nothing, there's no perfect relationship. Right. Every relationship needs work. Every relationship, you got to work on yourself. You got to work on each other. You got to come together collectively and all of that. So if you choose not to be in a relationship, you're basically saying, I don't want to do the work. Thanks, V. Thanks. Well, when I read V comment initially, I I, I started singing Joe in my head. I don't want to be a player. No, but she didn't say that at all. (laughs) See, Tony put that on V. She said, I know all that. So let me ask you this then. How do you, how do we begin to change the habits of, of at least with our kids, you know, the the, the the next 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 generation of becoming more village minded with our relationships, because I think sometimes people get into the, the worst relationships because of their their not reaching out or not looking for the help, you know, and and in our in our family and our friends, you know, those that are trusted, you know, because it's it's. We can hear God, but sometimes it's hard to hear God when you're going through something. Sometimes you need somebody on the outside to say, hey, give you the word that, you know, God has already given you. Just kind of like confirm what you've already been hearing, you know, because you're just hard headed at this point. I, I um, think I think it starts with healing the broken places because your children, for the most part, all of our children, us as children growing up, we, we a large part of who we become or at least our will the way our thought process is shaped is what we see. Um, so I'll say if we want to be an impact to right. future generations, we, we got to be, we got to love ourselves enough to find out where we hurt and where we're still injured and where mm-hmm. we're, where we still have issues and we got to address those things. So if you've been hurt several times and you scared of a relationship and you got children and you ain't want your children, look, I'm not telling you go out and get married. I'm telling you, Whatever it is in you, whatever image you're seeing, whatever is damaged inside of you, whatever trust issues you got, you got to love you enough first to be ready to be in that position. So when you do get in that position, yeah, it's going to be the ups and downs still, but you're, you're equipped for it. Because like I said, I did every single thing wrong on my first jump, everything. I, my body position was wrong when I came out the plane. It matters because the air can smack you up against the plane, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. My my feet and knees wasn't together. I had a weak exit. Everything they told us not to do, I did. Right. My eyes because was closed. all you wanted to do was survive it, but you wanted to survive right. it your way and not the way that they trained you. And you forget that stuff real quick. Yeah. The only thing I did right, Ad Pastor, was I kept my feet and knees together. I forgot everything else. Yeah, about about when about a hundred feet from the ground, I saw it coming fast, and I was like, "Oh, feet knees, feet knees, feet knees." That's the only thing I did right, and I walked away from the jump. Yeah. And at that moment, I was empowered because I was like, "Wait a minute, you mean to tell me I can do all this stuff wrong and still be okay?" I walked away yeah. with no injuries, no nothing. So the next time, I had a little more confidence. Had a little more confidence. So I came out the I came out the shoot um out the plane right, had my chin tucked. I was in a general L position. Um 
my my exit was stronger. A weak exit when I first came out, all of my risers, the little things that connect to the canopy, they was all twisted up because I had a weak exit. So I had to do a little bicycle kick to untwist them. And it was all because I found out that, hey, they told me that if I do this, it's going to work. And then I I worked the principle. So in marriages, we got to find those principles that's littered throughout the Bible for us. And we got to work those principles. And when you see that at work, your confidence starts to grow. You said something that stuck in my mind. It's amazing how I could get all that stuff wrong and still come out of that thing better. Now, that that word, right, because you said I saw that ground coming and I remember to put my feet and knees together, basically your boots and knees together. And I messed all that stuff up and was still able to come out of it. Now, that right there, because I'm telling you, in the the second year or the third year of me and lady's marriage, you couldn't have told me we was going to make it. (laughs) You hear me? (laughs) Because so much stuff had been done wrong. You hear me? Um. But I, I'll never you forget. Start, you great things gonna happen. You're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Here's done. what happened. I'll never forget the time that she called herself telling my pastor on me. Uh, <laughs> and, and her thing was, okay, I got you. I, I got you. I, 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 got I like you. the way this started out already. She called I'm, herself. I'm, I'm calling pastor. pastor. <laughs> right. I'm calling pastor. And it was like. Like in my mind, I'm like, what? What you? What you? What you think you're calling, Daddy? What? You, what are you gonna do? Oh, grown to man. Me? You know? Yeah, yeah, grown man. You know, I I was then as old as my oldest daughter is now. Gotcha. Who ain't got no sense? I'm sorry, right? baby. I love you. I know I was like 30 years old. You know, and I'm saying right now, when I look at 30 year olds out there, are a lot of great 30 year olds out there. But when I sit down and have a conversation with them, I'm like, ooh, poor you child. You don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but, but what I realized she was doing is she was saying, it's beyond my control. Right. So I'm going to get some help. Right. And I'm like, we don't need no help. Right. 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 But the right. greatest thing, I, but when we got in front of Pastor, I had, I was bubbly. <laughs> You know, when it actually came to, to sitting in front of him, I I was bubbly because I knew that I had to be honest because right. she was sitting right there. Right. Right. And right. and so telling the truth got me the help I need needed. Right. 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 And 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 it took her going to a higher authority. Right. Mm. Getting help right. that caused me. To be real with me. Right. Right. You understand? True. Had she never made that call, and even and, and I'm gonna tell you something. This is what he said. He said, I ain't worried about y'all. Y'all get on out of here. Y'all, y'all don't need me. Y'all go home and, and, and work it out. He was basically saying, Go make your mistakes and learn. Right. That's what he was saying. Right? Uh and 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 the reason he said that was because 
he knew that we had Christ. So he was his in his mind. If you really have Christ, y'all going to figure this thing out. That's what he was saying. Now, if he doubted our walk with the Lord, hey, Cheryl, good morning. That, that session probably would have lasted three hours. Right. So I guess I'm saying that the, the one lesson that I when I look back, when I reflect back on that experience is even if pastor said at the time, this was Pastor Hollins, All Nations Church of God in Christ, Sacramento, California. Even uh, though he said, I'm not worried about y'all, right. I wonder where I would have been had she never made that call right. to get the help. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've, <laughs> I've uh, we've been through that with our in previous pastor in New York, you know, it'd be after church, like, hey, y'all coming off this talk. I'm like, oh, what'd she say? <laughs> she done, she done told him something, you know, so, and, and it's, it's all, and I think, and, and that's kind of where I want to go, like, having a village, having somebody hold you accountable, having somebody that, that your, your wife can call, or you call, like, hey, all right, I know someone that, that gets in your ear that you respect, you know, that can talk to you and, and reach you like I can't reach you. You know, because we both have that. You know, she, I can call. She has an old wise one that's in New York that she talks to all the time. You know, so if something happens, like, all right, all right, I know who to call. You know, that can, that you respect, that can kind of get you in line that, you know, it's not just some stranger. Like, yeah, I don't respect you. Like, you don't, your words mean nothing to me. You know, but it's having that circle, having that village where, you know, even as men, you know, having someone. And it's not always like a high authority, but even an equal authority or someone that they respect, you know, in some kind of form. It, I, I think it helps. And that's kind of where I want to go as far as the examples and building a village of, of married people together and and men having someone, other men hold them accountable, you know, to what they're doing. You know, that they can be like, yo, what you doing, man? You about to you about to mess all this up, you know. Um, so I think having that and, and I'm instilling that into my kids, like, listen. Absolutely. You know, you, I'm, I'm part of your village right now, you know, until you get older and find other men, you know, that are your same age or whatever that can match and finding other people. Like, I don't care if there's other men into your village, but you need someone that can check you. Um, one of the, one of the most embarrassing moments as a young person is you're out in public, you five, six, maybe for boys, seven or eight years old. Right. And your mother comes up to you and tries to wipe your nose in front of people. Am I right? Right. right. You'd be like, oh, mom, you got something. And I, as a grown man, I say, have somebody that loves you enough. Hey, Pastor, you got a booger in your nose. (laughs) Tell you (laughs) that you got a booger in your nose. Right. 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 If you can't handle somebody telling you got a booger in your nose, you're going to make a whole lot more mistakes. You're living a lonely life. If can't nobody tell you that you got a booger in your nose. Pastor, you you preaching and you don't even know it. Right. There ain't no there ain't no organ in the background. Ain't the drum ain't hitting nothing. Look, I'm telling y'all, some 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 of y'all 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 going out in these streets, and, and your homegirl just told you, no, that ain't cute. Girl, you just yep. jealous. Yeah, so listen okay. to your homegirl. Hey, bro, you need to get rid of them pants. Um, they're right. they're, they're a little too snug. Yeah, like, women look. I'm, look, you need somebody with integrity. That can call you on your mess. Yeah. 
and not even call you on your mess when when you call them and you're vulnerable pastor pastor or brother pastor mister any of those titles Brian McCrory, have I ever had to call you? Right. <laughs> you know why? You know why I call that man? Because I trust the integrity in him. I, I've seen his integrity play out, so I, I'm I'm comfortable trusting him with a vulnerable area. Right. You understand? So everybody needs those things. Right. You 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 don't. Sometimes look. And if I'm wrong, and if this is the the youthful, exuberant person in me, correct me. Sometimes the person you need to go to isn't your wife. Because if y'all already beefing with each other, it's it's only going to be more beef. You need to go figure out how to take the beef out of the conversation and come back and and reconnect and have that conversation. Whether that's you saying, oh, look, look, I, I, I assume... I thought, but I was wrong. Right. I, I, I used to hate the saying, happy wife, happy life. I used to hate that saying. And then everybody was like, yeah, it's true. And then and then I heard a preacher teach it slightly different. He was like, happy spouse, happy house. And he was like, because both need to be included. He was like, a marriage is two people becoming one, not just one person being catered to. Right. So you, you, need, you need that. You need that on both sides. Definitely. And I and I and you're right. I, I love that. I, I love that analogy. I've I've taken it a little deeper. Uh, God has has enlightened me that happy is an emotion, mm. and and it comes and goes. Right. Right. Uh, and so, can the house still be happy when wife ain't? Yes. So the question is, even beyond happiness, I'd rather have a whole wife. Right. Right. Uh, because there, there, there's something deeper. I, I realize she ain't gonna always be happy. Nah, she is not. I, if if I lived to to try to keep this woman happy, I would go insane. Cause she's just too moody. I can't keep up. You understand? But what I can do is work to keep her whole. Mm. Right. Uh, and and you're right, Dwayne. I, I love when I can go to my wife and have an intimate conversation. But I also realize there's certain things that, uh, you know, as much as she can be aware, I'm still going to have to have a conversation with somebody else for real guidance because of how she views me. There are certain things my wife may not be comfortable trying to give me direction on. And it goes back to, you know, I learned, you know, women can raise boys, but they can't make men. I I know that from experience. My, My mom is on here. You know, that's real. The, the The only thing that a woman can do for a boy is put in him what she thinks a man should be. Right. He still has to see that thing being walked out. He has to have an example. He has to have a target. Right. And it's the same thing with marriage. It's the same thing with relationships. If you don't have a target, how are you going to know how to act? You need right. to know what it looks like. Right. And the And the best guideline for that is the word of God. But you need to see that in action. Right. Through somebody, through an example, or else you won't know how to deal with that thing. Absolutely. That's real talk. That's real True. talk. True. All right. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. Another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Oh, sorry about the wait, little technical issues, Pastor getting on. Oh, uh, so I appreciate you guys. And if you're listening on the replay, it was muted in the beginning because I didn't realize my mic was muted. So forgive me for that. 
Um, also tomorrow. Okay. All right, Pastor. Blessings. Thank you for rocking with us. Um, tomorrow, uh, we'll be here. Same channel. Uh, same time. Um, and, and what I wanted to share right, right quick before we go. Um, I These brothers have helped me, you know, went out when we were going through. Thank you, Cheryl. Appreciate that. Great combo. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Mama Corey. Thank you, Cole, for being in the building. Um, we, you know, when I would go through things, you know, and, and I want to be like, I think I'm right on this. And I would tell my brothers and we would discuss some things and they'll throw it back at me like, brother, you, no, you ain't right. <laughs> if you go back, I'll let your woman, you know, <laughs> and humble yourself, you know. So it, it's, it's good because we, we come together. We have our time, especially we come together every day. We always discuss it. You know, if there's something going on, we're going to discuss it because it's all on our face. <laughs> like, all right, what's going on? What's happening in your life right now? You know, so it's good to have the accountability. And that's the main thing I wanted to get across today. Coming together, um, having a village. If you're a woman, having other women that are married or in the same space as you, going for the same goals as you, that you can talk to about life, as well as men as, men as well. And if you're married, married women. If you're married men, married men. You know, singles, I'm not saying can't, but it's just a different perspective. That's all. It's just a different perspective. Absolutely. All right. Hey, before um, you close, can I give a black history, little known black history fact for the day? Sure. Yeah. You know what? Please. Because I've been dropping the ball on that. I got you, brother. So, how many Betty Boot fans out there? You know. Oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> how many of you know that the original Betty Boot was black? Yes. Oh, her name was Esther Jones, and I'm going to read this real quick. The iconic cartoon character, Betty Boop, was inspired by a black jazz singer in Harlem, introduced by cartoonist Max um, Fleischer in 1930. The caricature of the jazz age flapper was the first and most famous sex symbol in animation. Betty Boop is best known for her revealing dress, curvaceous figure, and signature vocals. Boop, boop, ba -doop. But just so you guys know, the original, the original Esther Jones, first caricature, caricature of what became Betty Boop, and she was a sister. Awesome, awesome. That was my nickname back in the day. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> oh, Mama Moses. Uh, if you're talking about live platforms, we on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope because I know Periscope is going away. So you can go to check out our YouTube page. Um, we also have a uh, podcast. Now, of course, all our conversations here are on there like the next day or two because I got to upload it. Um, so you can find us on YouTube, Brothers of Legacy. Not YouTube, uh, podcast, Brothers of Legacy as well. Um, and that goes for everybody. And if you want to connect to anything, if you go to thebrothersoflegacy.com, that will get you to all of the platforms that we're on. So go to brothersoflegacy.com, and that will get you to all the platforms. Well, I don't have the brothersoflegacy.com on my thing. And you guys are on the y'all y'all on the ground floor level. Like when when AD got an office somewhere downtown in Atlanta on like the 50th floor, y'all can be like, "Hey, yo, me and that brother talk all the time." Right, <laughs> right. Uh, oh no, no clubhouse and Twitch yet. Maybe I, I might connect to Twitch. Thank you for reminding me of that because I got to get off a of Periscope, so I probably switch Ooh, to, switch Twitch. To Twitch. Yeah. Um, Twitch is building us. Twitch though, guy. Twitch, I get, I've been getting trolled. I've gotten trolled a whole lot more on Twitch, but I've seen, um, what's that light skinned brother, the activist? 
Um, he's been out. Black Lives Matter. What's his name? I can't remember his name. You know his name, Dwayne. Yeah, Sean, Sean. Sean. Yeah, Sean King. King. He's on. He's on Twitch, and he has a huge audience. You know, so they're on there. I just gotta somehow get their attention. <laughs> so you know, the conscious people are on there. You know, people that want want talking and stuff like that, and not just games. They're on there. I just gotta get their attention. Uh, Clubhouse. Eh. We, we're working on it. Working on it. that's all on me. That's all on me. My brothers have been on there, but I haven't been consistent to because we're gonna start building a room in the morning before the show um, to talk about issues because I, I kind of like it because then one it'll help us get more topics as well as we can connect with other brothers. Um, oh, I'm, I'm on there, Mama Moses. Yeah, I think I'm following you too, if I'm not mistaken. It's a guild association. All right, so. Thank you for that, Dwayne. The original bedroom book was black. I'm going to tuck that in my memory bank. Oh, you didn't know that, Cole? What? <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's get out of here. Appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you guys stay safe. Um, continue to wear the mask. Stay six feet. Uh, follow the guidelines. Um, know that we love you. God loves you more. Just keep praying. Um, keep the faith. You know, that's, that's the main thing. Keep the faith. Regardless of what's going on, God has your back. All right, so we look forward to seeing you guys in the AM. Be blessed, keep pushing, keep growing. And that's it. Peace out. I didn't want to catch that morning. Good 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 morning.